Hey guys, before we start, I have a little announcement to make. There's a link to a survey in the show notes of this episode. I request you to please fill the survey and it will not take more than 10 minutes. The results will help me understand what kind of content you guys like and I'll make sure to improve that in season 2. Again, links to the survey is in the show notes below. Thank you and let's continue with the episode. Hello and welcome to Elements of Design, a podcast where I interview design leaders, mentors, influencers, and evangelists and talk to them about their design journey, how to be a better designer, and the future of design in India. I'm your host, Manam Madan, a UX designer based out of New Delhi, India. My guest today is Rahul Das. Rahul is currently a lead designer at Mintra Jabong. He has worked in companies like Trivo, Signeasy, Chance Incorporation. He's been a contributor in publications like uxblog.com and Prototyper. So let's welcome Rahul to our show. Hey man, glad to be here. You have previously worked in Trebo, Signeasy, Chance, and now you are leading a design team at Mintra. What has the journey been like? Like, take us through that. So my journey has been pretty unconventional. Like to be technically honest, like I haven't gone through any proper design education. My parents wanted me to be an engineer, and I said I cannot go through this. So uh, after a lot of negotiation, I got into something called textile designing. And while going through that course, I was introduced to Photoshop. It was in around 2010. So I started exploring, and slowly I found websites like Behance, and I started. Finding better designers and started following their work and tried started replicating what they were doing. I started putting my work on Behance and people found me from different countries and they started approaching me for getting work done. And that's slowly how I moved into visual design and slowly started moving to UX. But in 2013, uh, I had an opportunity to work with a startup called Chance, very crazy dream of creating a video chatting platform with uh, influencers. But at that point, influencers was way ahead of the what influencers were way ahead of his time. So uh, the idea didn't work out. We didn't have that kind of understanding of what the market could be in US or UK. So we had to scrap it. And I went back to my hometown and started doing my own freelancing works. After closely two years, I thought like it is not going well, so I had to shut it down. And luckily enough, uh, one uh, company was incubated in the same batch called Signeasy. And I saw they're looking for designers, so I just reached out to the founder Sudeep, and he's like, yeah, "If you're exploring new opportunities and if you're excited to work on a global product, why don't you join us?" I was lucky enough to work on that product for more than one and a half year. So I stumbled upon this company called Trivo Hotels. Their core goal was to disrupt the hotel industry with tech. In India, uh, if I tell someone from A different who's visiting in different different country that you can get a hotel room at the price of ten to twelve dollar. Mm-hmm. They cannot imagine that it can happen. I was exploring different kind of opportunity. I found Mintra, and Mintra has been one of my favorite product since two thousand thirteen. I have always shopped from Mintra for my clothing and all. And when the opportunity came, I didn't give it a thought. It's like this is the place I need to work right now. 
I would like to correct one thing you mentioned. I do not lead teams. Like okay. we don't have that structure. So mostly everyone is an individual contributor here. And that something is not working, you pick it up and fix it. The kind of work I do at Mitra right now is looking after your outbound, which is basically the supply chain side of uh, warehouse management, logistics, mm-hmm. orders, and returns. So it's, it's been a really like different product. I mean, first of all, Tribo, which is like a consumer facing product and more of a B2B model at the back end. And then Mintra that you're working for a big enterprise and you're now designing for an enterprise. How is enterprise design different from your product design? Or is it is like product design a subset of enterprise design? How does that work? For example, Instagram is a consumer driven product, right? And if you look at your data on your Android or iOS device, how long you're using, it can tell you if you're using it in a decent amount of time, could be an, an hour to 90 minutes in a day. Mm-hmm. But when you're running something enterprise like say Google Docs or Google Sheet or PowerPoint or Excel, those products are using from your day-to-day job. And the amount of time you'll be spending are much more. Some people might say spend five or six hours or more. Right. Mm-hmm. That has to be very user friendly, and the level of experience which we are usually much lesser in enterprise products. Good example can be Photoshop and your sketch. So, sketch and all the primary functions of Photoshop which you need to design an interface. Mm-hmm. And they have made it much simpler and easier for an UX designer to create product on it. And Figma is following the same path. Mm-hmm. But if you're building a company tomorrow for as a uh, tool which is being, which you sell as a service, mm-hmm. you need to follow the same principles to build. You cannot break away from that norm. The mm-hmm. adoption is wrong. Uh, one thing I tell all my colleagues and friends and other designers is like, when you're designing, be mindful. And you're also responsible for the effect your work has on the world. A lot of product designers might look at the product requirement and deliver accordingly. And they might have a little fight over how to place the button and how to place the banner or if the color is working or not. And okay. that is the fundamentals you have because you're a designer. Mm-hmm. Right? And a lot of people say that uh, they become a designer because they're passionate about being a designer. Mm-hmm. But when you actually start working and if you spend like five or six years in industry, you will realize design is not about following your dream. And design is not about becoming creative. Mm-hmm. The things that will have much larger impact. This is something that I've realized very later in my career that design doesn't sell. Even I, I, I have been at the place and I'm sure you have been at the place at that some point of time where you are frustrated, you know, why ideas are not getting picked up. Even when you are a designer for a very long time, this is something you are uh, you are not made aware of. Uh, that, you, you know, you also have to sell your design. You also have to... Uh, push forward you then to a multiple opinions you have to cut it from various opinions you have to objectively put it using data or you as a designer need to learn is like design doesn't sell itself two key skills designers need is like being very persuasive mm-hmm. and how to negotiate based on different stakeholders you are dealing with and to align on the scopes the same mm-hmm. line you need to have some documentation just like the product manager writes the PRT you need to show different stakeholders who the user is. You have to do user research and collect their information, image, 
and pain points and put it in the same presentation. Mm-hmm. So when you're negotiating, you have data to show like, see, that is actually a problem. Mm-hmm. What your hypothesis might be wrong. When you're creating design, don't talk about mm-hmm. your UI. If you can look at your screen and know what is happening there, we are smart enough, all stakeholders. Mm-hmm. What, what problem to solve for whom and how it is affecting the business. Mm-hmm. Those things. And when you speak the right language, they'll be on your side. Okay. So I see a lot of designers getting frustrated because their UI is not being picked up. And they might have made a really good design, which only us as designers can understand. So uh, I have a point of view in that is because I, I used to feel that. Uh, I used to feel the same. Now I don't because earlier when I started designing, right, you're not very good at it. But as you become good at it, you know that, you know, you are becoming good at it. And when you know that you are good and someone's they, someone says that, you know, this is actually not good, it disheartens you because you have invested a lot of time in it. So I think time is one of the reasons uh, why uh, people get disheartened when uh, their design doesn't get picked up. No Some good. of us think, I have uh, received this uh, requirements and I design at my best. It will be the best solution ever. Mm-hmm. And I just go to a room and present it to my stakeholders. And no mm-hmm. one has seen what you're building. No one knows what your thought process. So people might discover you. Yeah, and exactly. every has their opinion, right? So one of my bigger learning was like, talk to people mm-hmm. and do not provide solution to anyone. Mm-hmm. First, figure out what everyone else has in mind. Exactly. How we design it in all. Every mm-hmm. stakeholders, product, operation, business, revenue, mm-hmm. everyone has an opinion and everyone mm-hmm. understands what this is. So once you collect that information, it gives you a better understanding of where this product is going. Mm-hmm. And as yeah, junior designer, sometimes I face this issue because I thought my design will change the world. Hmm. You're going to change the world, but you need to do it very slowly and keep yeah. it aligned. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a uh, that's also one of the problem uh, where uh, uh, when you say that you know you are going to build a solution and then it doesn't get picked up, then you get more disappointed rather than when you are actually iterating. So one way to handle it is like uh, be open to feedback. Most of them will be right majority of the time because mm-hmm. they might have a context, business context than what as designers we have. As a designer, you learn slowly how to grow a thick skin and how to teach out this criticism. What is the role of a mentor in designer's life? And how should one uh, identify uh, that he or she wants someone to someone particular to be his mentor or her mentor. Try to figure out from whom you can learn. Mentor, when I mentioned mentor, it's not necessary to be a design mentor. Design mm-hmm. skills all of us have, mm-hmm. but which is hard to people skill and the power of negotiation. The role of mentor is like to help you grow to be a better mindful person. If you are not learning, at mm-hmm. an early stage, it will be mm-hmm. difficult to deal with those situations later in your career. And you'll not have much growth. You might get stuck as a mid-level designer because you thought your role was to just design screens. So I'm going to ask you some uh, rapid-fire questions. Uh, don't uh, take a lot of time thinking about them. <laughs> and whatever comes to your minds first. Dribble or Behance? Behance. Favorite typeface? I use Roboto a lot. And everybody okay. also. Okay. 
आईओएस और एंड्रॉइड इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट आई वॉज टू बी एंड्रॉइड यूजर बट आई माई ट्रांजेक्शन फ्यूचर ऑफ डिजाइन इन इंडिया I was recently attending NASCOM Design for India, okay. and conversation came up. It's like by 2025, we might need 20,000 designers more. And mm-hmm. the challenge is like we do not have enough design schools or mentors to build them. So people from different design backgrounds, sorry, people from different backgrounds are becoming a UX designer or product designer. For mm-hmm. example, I have made my transition from style to UI, and I have get chance to work. And interact with so many designers who have come from fashion or tech. Mm-hmm. That is an excellent thing because you need people from different social backgrounds mm-hmm. to make good effect on society as product designers. Mm-hmm. So that is something I'll be looking forward. Uh, how these things change, and there'll be huge demand of good, good mentors overall in this country. Uh, so guys. Uh... we cannot see rahul's video right now because the internet connection was a little bit weak so his voice is still audible and the and last thing i just is uh, designing for rural development rural development yes okay because uh, there was a report around uh, 2017 okay where it says uh, like the total population of rural india is like around 66% okay and from my personal experience i was traveling in your north karnataka few days back mm-hmm. and i met someone who lives in a tier 4 village okay so the nearest tower they have is 10 km away and there is a small geo phone which has a keypad and a screen where they can search google and look at youtube okay and i was really shocked by the tech penetration we had. with companies like jio okay and the kind of knowledge base that's upon using google mm-hmm. and other media But do you have any idea like how many percentage of people in india are using mobile okay no i don't have anything ballpark mm, 60 70 maybe so mobile is 76 and desktop or laptop is 24% like with democratization of mobile devices with xiaomi realme and chinese products like oppo v1 all Everyone mm-hmm. has access to knowledge, mm-hmm. and it gives us a different opportunity to how to build product. So these are the primary themes comes to my mind, and tech mm-hmm. uh, evolution will keep happening. You can talk mm-hmm. about voice AI, you can talk about that, but this is a larger audience we need to look up, look after. Yeah, I think I agree to all of this, and it's a very uh, different and a very good point of view. So yeah, thanks, Rahul. But I want to thank you for this initiative. We need more yeah. podcasts like this. Thank you. And uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm easily available on Twitter or LinkedIn. Okay. It's like slash ardas one two one. Okay. So we'll be putting uh, uh, the uh, we'll be putting your social media links in the show notes below. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Elements of Design. Links to everything mentioned in the episode will be available in the show notes below. To listen to our previous episode, search for Elements of Design in your favorite podcast app and make sure you hit subscribe. If you like the episode or the podcast, please give us a 5-star review on Apple Podcast or any podcast app that you're listening to. It will help the show gets discovered and it would mean a world to me. If you have any feedback, suggestion or if you just want to say hi, please reach out to me on Instagram at @uxandmore. That's ux and more, one word. And with that, I'll take a leave. Hope to see you in the next episode and remember, work hard and be nice to people. Thank you.